It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel and the accent is French. And I just want to do a shout out to Open the Show because uh, it happened that I hurt my knee playing too much ping pong. I went to the ER. It was in Akron, Ohio and fell on to be precise. And, and really, what a fabulous team of nurses and doctors always there 24-7. It's part of the Cleveland Clinic, actually. And uh, some of them listened to the show, and we had so much fun. And they made, you know, sometimes you wait there, and they made the time at the ER way more fun than usually it is. And I just want to say thank you so much to all the nurses and, and the docs and everybody and the administrative people that uh, 24-7 helps us whenever we need them. That's what the show is dedicated tonight. So now, if you have any romantic question, call me at 855-905-8255. Questions for me about your relationship, dial 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Cristal. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So how can I help you? So, Simon, I, I am married and um, I have two dogs. Mm -hmm. And before we got married, my two dogs slept with me and us in our bed And now I'm married. My husband doesn't want the dogs in the bed. But I don't think it's fair because before we got married, the dogs always slept in my bed. Okay. So how long have you been with your husband? Going on four years. Okay. For the last four years, where did the dogs sleep? On the bed. <laughs> And so what made him change his mind? I don't know. He's just... I mean, he always complains, like, I can't get any sleep. And, I mean, we now have a, a three-bedroom house, so he can sleep in the guest bedroom, and I sleep in the other room with the dogs. <laughs> um, so our niece, our niece is coming, and so we're going to be sleeping in the same room. But prior to us having a three-bedroom, we only had a one-bedroom, and it wasn't really an issue. I mean, it was an issue, but it he didn't really complain too much. Okay, but um, do you think that impacts the romance between both of you? Well, no, because when we want to do ooh-la-la, we do ooh-la-la, and the dogs are clearly out of the room. I get it. Okay, so now, tough question for you, but what is more important to you, the happiness of your husband or the happiness of your dogs? Well, my husband is my husband, Yes. Maybe the thing is the dogs, if they do come in the room, they're not going to not jump on the bed. They're going to jump on the bed. I guess you could block off the bed and then just have like a doggy, their doggy beds on the floor. That might work. That might work. I'm telling you this because it's, you know, it's hard to keep a marriage going. It's very easy to destroy it. And if we don't put the priorities straight... And I understand dogs and I love animals, so I totally understand. But this is your husband. And uh, if he doesn't get good sleeps, if he doesn't get good night's sleep and rest, he's going to be grumpy. And that will impact your relationship and your marriage over time. Wow. I mean, so you've got to prioritize. And I think you guys should talk about it together. And you follow your intuition and decide, well, what's more important to me? My husband or my dog sleeping on the bed and my husband being upset and grumpy the next day. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, thank you, Simon. You're welcome, Crystal. No problem. Thank you for calling, and good luck to you. Okay, thank you.
Changing gears, because I just got this Facebook message. Somebody who's in love has a partner incarcerated and he's worried about what to do. So that is coming up next. If you have a question for me, but you can't dial in, send me a Facebook message at The Rendezvous Show. Miranda, what is going on with Alicia and her boyfriend? Alicia says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Alicia. Recently, my fiancé has been incarcerated, and I feel lost without him by my side. I'm keeping in contact with the jail to keep up with the updates, but he hasn't called me. And I'm feeling conflicted and having thoughts that maybe he doesn't love me. What should I do? I can't visit him for the first time until next week, and it's been just one night, and I haven't been able to eat or sleep much. I need help to understand what I should do. Alicia, thank you for your Facebook message. Uh, stay with me. I'm going to answer your question about what you should do now that your boyfriend is incarcerated. So stay with me. So I got a Facebook message from Alicia who says, you know, I feel completely lost. My boyfriend has been incarcerated. Uh, it's just been one day so far and one night. And she, Alicia feels lost and wonder what to do. So here's my advice. First of all, you've got to keep the faith and uh, be patient. Uh, I'm not an expert in the rules of communication inside, you know, a detention facility, but I believe that sooner or later he's going to call you. If he doesn't call you at all, you can also write him a letter. Uh, sometimes there's emails, it depends. But keep the faith and wait for his first phone call or just set up a visit on the visitation times and then go from there one day at a time, you know, and then talk to him and see what's the best strategy. But I would not panic because I haven't heard from him just for one day. You know, those things, it's a complicated administration and everybody does the best they can. So stay patient, keep the faith, Alicia. And if you have any other questions, Alicia, you can always send me another question on Facebook at The Rendezvous Show or just call me now, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Bethany. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. How can I help you tonight? I am just wondering if I should tell my current boyfriend, we just got back together after taking a break for three years, and I want to know if I should let him know that I'm willing to move to Japan, where he is. You want to let him know that you're willing to move to Japan with him, or you want to let him know that you want to move in Japan to Japan with him? Both. Both, okay. I want to, and I'm willing. I see. Uh, when is he leaving? He's already there. He oh, he's, he's already there. Okay. Yeah, he left last week, but he's already there. Okay. How long have you been together? About a month now. <laughs> we dated years back. We dated back in 2016. Okay. But you just got back together just a month ago? Yes. Okay. Has he invited you to, to see him in Japan? It's been brought up in conversation lightly. I've brought it up, and he's like, oh, you would? But I guess to answer your question, not officially. So that's why I want to know, like... Should I volunteer that or should I wait for him to invite me? So let me ask you this question before we answer. If somebody's having a party, um, do you think you should crash the party or wait to get an invitation to the party? Well, when you say it like that, I, I get a clear answer. <laughs> <laughs> right, I mean, because you can't, you can't ask him. We like, I want it to come from from him. Oh, you, you're at risk to arrive there, and doesn't really want you there, and you're gonna feel very awkward and spend all that money and all that jet lag and all the fatigue that comes with going to Japan. Because trust me, I've been there. It's a long time from Los Angeles, and uh, and I think you should really uh, um, wait for him to invite you clearly. Okay, that makes sense. 
yes, uh, you know, you, you guys only back for a month. He's been there. I say, wait another month or two. And then at the end, if you want to see if he's committed, just, you know, try some distance and uh, we'll see if he says, what's wrong? And I said, and then you can tell, well, you know, I don't see why I should continue in this relationship because you haven't invited me to Japan yet. Maybe you're not interested of me coming. But let's wait for a couple of months before you do that. Okay. All right. All right. I'll, I'll All take right. advice. Okay. Be patient, Bethany. It's important. <laughs> Thank you, Simon. Good luck to you and have a good night. Bye-bye. Have you ever projected on your partner your own desire? Let's talk about the power of projection in relationships next on The Rendezvous. Have you ever found yourself projecting on your partner what you wanted? Such as my last caller who said, you know, I haven't been invited to Japan by my boyfriend yet, but maybe I should go anyway. I said no. When somebody wants to see you, they usually tell you, like, especially at the beginning of a relationship, hey, uh, I would love you to come to Japan or, you know, I'm going to send you a ticket or I would love to invite you for dinner. I'll meet you at this place or coffee. Without this reciprocity, all you're doing is projecting on your partner your own wishes, your own desire, your hopes, etc. And you know what happens if you project on your partner something that is not his or her feelings? Stay with me because I'm going to share the answer with you next. Have you ever found yourself kind of projecting on somebody else, let's say you desire, and, and to be precise, you'll be like, uh, I'll be you know, very direct, uh, let's say you love Chinese food or very spicy restaurants, and you go, oh my God, you know, you're going to love it. Now that's a projection. It's I am going to love it, and I would love for you to come with me and try it. Instead of saying that, you go, you're going to love it. Sometimes in the ooh la la the romance, let's try this thing, right? You're going to love it, projection. Same thing with my last caller. I think I should go to Japan even though I'm not invited. I'm sure you'll be happy to see me. No projection. You will be happy to see him. We don't know if he's going to be happy to see you. Danger of projection, it's one-side effect. It's not reciprocated. It's one-sided. So I've made that mistake too many times. Everybody becomes awkward. Don't project on your partner. Don't do like me. Do better than me. It has to be mutual to be good like all things in life. Anyway, if you have a question about projection or about your relationship, time to call is now 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your relationship, dial 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Rosa. Bonjour. Bonjour, Rosa. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Hi. Well, um, I've met David at a party and um, we started spending some time together and I really like him. But, um, you know, I, from the very beginning, I had a sense that this is someone who doesn't want anything serious. And I usually, when I know that, I just, because monogamy and relationships are important to me, Mm -hmm. I just usually let it go and move on. But Mm -hmm. we just get on so well. And I, you know, I just, I think that I want to explore a situation with him, but I don't know how to do that without compromising my principles. So I really just want to know how to navigate the situation. Sure. So you just started to to see this guy, right? Yes. I don't want to make any demands. You know, I don't want to be that person to go, oh, I just, you know, this is what I want. And if I don't get what I want, and then I'm, I'm not going to be in this situation. I don't want to be that individual. But... 
I don't want to I, be ula lying with everyone that he's ula lying with, you know. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> the thing is, I can hear from your accent, you're from England, right? I'm actually from South Africa originally, but I lived oh, in England for a long time. S- South Africa, okay, and I'm from Paris. So here, the thing is, we both have to adapt to, like, United States rules, which is, you know, in America, until mm-hmm. you say you are exclusive, everybody, yeah. ulala is everybody. It's like the DTR, <laughs> they find the... Re- Right. Oh. I know it's a problem, but that's the rule of the land we, we both now live in. So your choice uh-huh. is this. Either you can be true to yourself and decide, you know, I don't want to take a chance with this guy. Or uh-huh. you do not ulala with him. You, you, you <laughs> make out and you wait. And yeah. then you just say, listen, I'm really interested in a relationship with you. But, you know, I'm old school. I come from South Africa and I would like us yeah. to be exclusive before we have ulala. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that because I'm not the. I can't just be ula lying. It doesn't, you know, for my own sanity, I can't do that. I just, it doesn't make me feel good or, or I just don't feel comfortable. So I think I'll, I'll definitely try that. The most important thing is to follow your intuition, Rosa. You cannot yeah. betray your intuition or you'll regret it. Oh. So even in the heat of the moment, remember that you have your integrity to protect and your That's dignity. True. So I, I love the idea of coming to him and say, you know, when it's time, listen, it's like, you know, go big or go home, all or nothing with me. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and so we have to be exclusive before we can be intimate and together. Yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate you uh, giving me some advice. I, I really think that I will, I will follow it and see where this goes. You are most welcome. Good luck to you. And like I said, follow that intuition. You'll be safe. Thank you. Au revoir. Au revoir, Rosa. Changing gears, I gotta go to my email and help somebody asking for my help because she feels totally lost in her relationship. So I'm going to help her out next. If you have a question for me but you can't call me, just send me your question like in an email at therendezvousshow.com. Miranda, what is going on with Samantha? Samantha says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Samantha. Please help me. I'm living in sadness with the man I love. We've been together for three years, but within five minutes of being around each other, we are fighting. It's been like this since day one for three years now. I never do anything right. He's always finding something he can yell at me about, like if I look at a guy or he thinks I'm thinking about a guy, I end up hating myself and him more and more. Yet I know that if he can get past all of these insecurities, we would have a beautiful relationship. He refuses to see his wrongs and how he's tearing us apart. So please tell me, is this relationship even worth being in anymore? Is there a chance on saving something that has no communication? Samantha, stay with me. I am going to answer next. What would you do if you dated somebody for almost three years, that somebody you say you love, but within the first five minutes, every single time you're together, every single day, you start fighting because, in the case of Samantha, her partner you know, says he, she can't do anything right, that also yells at her for looking at other guy or, but, or even thinking about another dude. And then Samantha ends up hating herself and, and feeling bad. And then she's asking me, really, since he refuses to see his wrongs, you know, is there any way to make this relationship work or, you know, even how do we give a chance to something there is no communication? Samantha I'm going to answer with a question for you. Why would you want to continue to stay in a relationship with somebody which you fight every day, who makes you feel at your lowest, 
makes you feel insecure, sad, and upset every single day. It's not about him. It's about you doing good to you. Ask yourself what is good for you, and you'll know if you should stay with him or leave him as soon as possible. I hope that helps you. Any other questions? Call me. If you want to share a love story or romantic moment of your life with me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Paige. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Paige. Uh, I know you have a romantic story to share with me on the rendezvous, and I want to hear it. You know, I never really thought that I was going to find love because I went on more Tinder and Bumble and match dates than you could ever imagine with some, like, crazy stories. Mm-hmm. But I actually found, and I would say the love of my life, on one of those apps, kind of. Can I tell you the story? Please, go ahead. Okay. So I was on all these apps all the time. And then finally I was like, I give up. I'm not doing this anymore. So on Match, they send you these daily matches. Mm-hmm. And I, instead of paying for the service, I screenshotted a bunch of the like ones that I thought were cute. And a friend of mine, he knows a lot of people in town. And so he, I sent him all the screenshots. I was like, oh, do you know any of these guys? And, you know, he's like, oh, I know this one guy. I went on a date with that guy, not my boyfriend. I went on a date with that guy, and it was awful. And I was like, I'm, I told you I'm done. Well, there was this one guy. And I showed my friend the pictures again. I said, this guy, do you know this guy? And he goes, no, I don't know this guy. I was like, how do you not know this guy? Like, you know everyone. He's like, I don't know. I just don't know him. So then uh, I, I'm on, you know, again, all these little um, dating apps and things like that. And he pops up again. And I was like, man, there's something about that guy. Well, anyway, just so happens that I walk into a coffee shop one day just to grab, grab a quick cup of coffee after work. And there he was sitting there, start talking to him. And we've been dating for six months. You serious? And I'm How? totally serious. And I, let me tell you another little cute part of this. So... I, we just had our six-month anniversary yesterday. Congrats. And I, I, I made him a card, and it has two coffee cups with some coffee beans on it, and it says, where have you been all my life? Oh, that, that is sweet. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> that, that is really sweet. That, that, that's really good. Listen, that shows that you never know, right? You never know. You know, that people think, you know, oh, it's never going to happen for me. And then, look, you, you call me and you tell me a story like this, Paige, and that's inspiring. Keep the faith. It, and I'll tell you what, it's been the easiest relationship of my life. Like, it's fun. I'm so relaxed with him. Like, he's amazing. And I have not told him this yet, but I'm probably going to marry him. Wow. Wow. I love the insight. I love the <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Well, Paige, well, I hope so for you guys. And, and really, thank you so much. And congrats on, on all that story. That's beautiful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Have a good night. You too. Bye. More rendezvous next. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous tonight. And if you want to hear more of The Rendezvous or my podcast, La Confession, just go to therendezvousshow.com and you're going to be entertained. Trust me. Uh, I want to finish the show on a more personal note. Um, one of my first, first girlfriends from high school sadly passed away just a couple of days ago. And um, we had a lovely romantic time when we were literally 16. And uh, so this last show, I want to dedicate it to her because, you know, we had this unforgettable little romance uh, in the end of high school. And Delphine is gone and she'll be missed. So wherever she is, this show is for you, Delphine. Thanks again for listening and have a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.